0: Yo, nothing important, Matt Reyes. I just finished taking a shit. Is that information you needed to know? I don't know. Depends on what the fuck you into. I like to provide (laughs) a sense of entertainment on this podcast. I also come judgment-free. I also come to whoever the fuck wants to sit down and listen to my crazy ass judgment-free. I don't want to place any judgment on individuals. I am an extremely critical human being but it is not critique on a person. I do not judge men. I do not judge women. I do not judge non-binaries. I don't judge any living thing on the planet. I judge actions and it is not a maliceful judgment. I critique and I vet out information for the philosophical idea, ideal that everything should be critiqued and everything should be judged for the purpose of refinement. If we live in a society where everybody gets a participation award, where everybody gets a golden star, if we're worried about emotions and throughout any action in the, in the realm of competition, in the realm of ascending corporate ladders, financial ladders, in the realm of survival, if we're handing out participation awards to every individual, that society would be weak. Once again, that's not a maliceful assessment. I'm not saying weak like weak is bad. I'm just talking in logical plain expression. I think weak is not a great foundation to build a society on. So I do critique. Nobody, nobody should take it personal. Anybody who is tuned in, who is listening to Nothing Important Podcast, please don't take it personal. Please don't. These are just thoughts. More than that, they're just words. They are just words at the end of the day. I grew up a particular way, ladies and gentlemen. I grew up in a reality where words were the least of my worries where the noises that were coming out of an individual's mouth pause, where the reverberations that came from people's vocal cords that were expressing whatever fucking idea, whether it be something that was positive or could be negative, it could be heinous, it could be used to deter me, it could be used to break me down, it could be used to bully me. All those things were the least of my worries because I grew up in a very violent environment. And I will tell you something, if you don't know, you can't say you don't know after this. You are responsible after you're knowledgeable. If you're no longer ignorant to something, it's now your responsibility to implement the understood knowledge after you receive that information. And I will tell you firsthand, and I'm not wrong about this. If somebody uses a bad word against you or tries to offend you verbally, that is never going to hurt as much as somebody punching you in your goddamn face. I'm just making that promise to you. (laughs) I'm just going to make that confident statement I'm gonna hold true to it. I'm also not incorrect. I am not incorrect. Ladies and gentlemen, if somebody kicks you in your mouth, somebody punches you in your nose, or somebody stomping out your fucking head, that is way worse than a, than a word. So I come from that upbringing. I come from that level of understanding. Please don't take anything I say to offense. I say this as a preface, wanting to respond to somebody. And I always appreciate when anybody can reach out to me uh, directly. Whether that be in direct messaging on Instagram, anybody who's hitting me up on my email, the, the king and sheepskin at gmail.com. Again, the king and sheepskin at gmail.com. Anybody who wants to reach out to me, feel free to do so. I don't take things personally. Say, I don't like it. Say, I like it. Give me instructions. I'm all for the fucking engagement. I said everything to preface me responding to somebody who reached out to me. There's a couple people that reached out to me. There's one gentleman that I know very well, a friend from the past. And there's another individual uh, that I don't know at all. And that happens from time to time. You get onto these websites. You get onto these applications, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. You get strangers. Once again, that negative connotation, strange sounds bad. Strangers, it's just a reality. Somebody I don't know yet. Maybe I'll get to know them in the future. You get strangers that'll hit you up with ideas. And there was an individual that I would like to talk to uh, you know publicly on the podcast. Maybe I'll reach out to them. Maybe I fucking won't. It depends on how I goddamn feel. The individual's name is John Katz. Go check him out on Instagram. He has a, uh, a Foodways coaching page and he, um, he hits me up in my DMs and he's, he, he comes with a statement and then he tells me about himself. He says, everything's important. You know what I'm saying? He says, I got a crazy story, depression, anxiety, suicidal, um, the whole nine. Now I'm on here saving lives and helping others. I think we could have a fire convo on your podcast, don't you? I love the sales opportunity. I love the persuasive techniques. End it with a motherfucking open-ended question that's kind of directing an answer, right? Don't you wouldn't you think that, you know what I'm saying? Wouldn't you think that we would have a a, a great conversation? It makes me think about stuff. Will we have a great conversation? I don't know. I don't know. John Katz, I got nothing against you personally. But the, the first statement, everything's important. I think you missed what this is about. I'm not saying nothing's important. It's not an ideology that is, you know, I believe in anarchism and I'm an atheist and I don't think there's an importance to anything. That's, that's not how I think. That's not the point of this. This is more of an outlet for a carefree perspective in a life that is so inundated with things that you have to take very seriously. That you have to put so much psychological, emotional weight on. On a day-to-day basis. How you're going to pay your bills. Sustaining your health. Your mental health. Your physical health. Your spiritual well-being. Making sure that the people around you know that you love them. Making sure that the people around you are are know how to love you. There's so many fucking factors in this life. besides just trying not to fucking die, that are very, very serious. The Nothing Important podcast is not saying none of that is important. I'm saying come here when you don't want to feel like something is important, when you want a little release, when you want a little relaxation. And I think that first statement, uh, I hope the vast majority of individuals that are tuning in, you don't think uh, that's what I'm talking about. I think there are important things in this life, ladies and gentlemen. What I don't think is important is to make everything important. Sometimes you need an outlet where you just chilling. That's what the fuck this is, John Katz. <laughs> I also am a little triggered, John. You know, somebody that hits me up in my DMs. I got a crazy story. Depression, anxiety, suicidal. Uh, that kind of ties into something else I wanted to talk about that I find very interesting. This is a grown man that is hitting me in my DMs, telling me about his problems. We never met before, but off of, off the rip. For media interaction This individual is hit me up in my DM Telling me about his emotions And his problems And as human beings do It is always followed by advice <laughs> You know And it's not directly He's not directly giving me advice But he's saying that's what he does now He's out here saving lives I don't know if he meant that in a literal sense I don't know if he's an EMS guy I don't know if he's a firefighter Or a police officer But he might just be an inspirational speaker And um, maybe that saves somebody's life I'm not here to judge once again uh, but it ties into something I found interesting. I got another guy that I actually know very well. Went to high school with him. Great relationship. We haven't talked in years, but it's one of those guys that you could interact with. And even if there's a, a distance between the individuals, you always know it's love. You always know it's respect. Because at the end of the day, ladies and gentlemen, intuition is real. Feeling out a personality is real. You, you, you Your gut knows, your heart knows when somebody's full of shit. Your heart knows when somebody's a... A real individual. This guy's a real fucking individual. And he sent me a couple things since I started this journey of podcasting. Since I started rambling like a fucking insane person in my bedroom to myself when my daughter's being neglected in the living room. Since I started this fucking journey, <laughs> he sent me a couple things that I found very interesting. Topics, ideas to discuss. And I always appreciate The latest thing that he sent me was was from Vice. I I, I follow Vice on YouTube. I'm a fan of what Vice does. If you guys don't know Vice, Vice is a network that predominantly does documentaries and uh, reports on interesting global news, very niche, uh, particular, unique perspectives into lives that we may not interact with if we grew up in this American bubble, things that are outside the purview of what we interact with. On a daily basis, America is vastly different from city to city, state to state, neighborhood to neighborhood, all that and motherfucking all that. But there is a universal tie in within these states of kind of like a lifestyle where it is a financial ascension and a uh, corporate ascension. That's kind of the ideal that is pushing a lot of people in this country. Even if that falls into your dreams or entertainment, et cetera, et cetera, we all live within that bubble of being consuming pieces of shit in America. (laughs) We all, we're all spoiled to some greater degree in perspective. If you, if you, uh, compared that to the rest of the world, United States is only 4.25% of the global population. There is a much larger world outside of these 50 states. In the 50 states, the perception, Is just what it is, it's a very American lifestyle Vice likes to go And seek out these stories to broaden That perspective uh, for individuals Right And he sends me, I love Vice He sends me this debate Where it's, uh, the title of it is Quote, be a man And the description here says Modernist and traditionalist Debate masculinity There are many faces of masculinity It means a lot to different people what do men think about masculinity? What does it really mean to be a man? And what this basically was is you got a whole bunch of guys who were uh, diverse ethnically, racially, culturally um, from different areas. I think all of them lived in New York City at the time and sit them down in chairs. They have different sexual preferences. They have different uh, ideologies, religious ideologies, spiritual ideologies. And you take all these people with this... It's really like a real broad lens. If you put all these people in the same room and you ask them one question and you make those motherfuckers argue... No. Um, the, the intention here was to just have a, a debate, which is always healthy to have a conversation. And the question is, what does it mean to be a man? And so you get these typical perspectives from these radically different lifestyles. If you are somebody's from New York, you interact with all these different types of people. is a, a, a guy from the hood... There's these transplants, there's the super uh, worker types, entrepreneurial mindset, there's the religious guy with the cowboy hat, you got a guy who is gay, you have another uh, gentleman who doesn't identify as a man, who presents as a woman, you know, all these different things, and they all give their take and have a healthy adult discussion of what it is to be a man, and while, you know, my friend asked me, he's like, if you have time, I'd love to hear your opinion on it. And my opinion is not as extensive as what was discussed in this debate, so to speak. In the debate, I felt like it was really centered around, which I guess this is important, but this is gonna be part of my answer. It felt like a whole bunch of different guys who were sitting in chairs and talking about their emotions, and talking about how they felt about things, and talking about Uh, How things impacted them from a perspective of trauma, from a perspective of uh, pressure, depression, from a perspective of victimization. And while all of that I do agree are important things to give um, some parts of your life to focusing on these things and healing from those perspectives, that is completely opposite to how I view being a man. I look at things uh, from a perspective of... Comparison to the greater world. All of the answers, while they were very different and they were contrasting, were all emotional. So you have the religious guy that says, you know, you have to believe in God and that means you have to sacrifice. You have to sacrifice and you can't care about how you feel. Once again, in that bubble of emotion. So that guy's negating emotion. Then you have a guy who is from the hood and he talks about the repression of his emotions, how you can't feel and how that makes you feel Like you can't explore the totality of what you may be naturally. And once again, that deals with emotions. You have another guy who is a more rigid entrepreneurial type. And he talks about, you know, kind of similar to the religious guy, but just in a different uh, lane, the sacrifice that needs to be made, how you have to cut off certain feelings. Once again, you know, just thinking about the emotion of it. And I, I came to the conclusion as I was trying to answer my boy's question, what or my thoughts about this, or even ask myself the question that this, this, uh, you know, small documentary or or debate is posing to these individuals from different backgrounds. What does it mean to be a man? To me, I compare um, the male experience, and I'll define male. I just mean people who are biologically born with male organs, with a penis, with testicles, Uh, naturally producing hormones that are synonymous to being a male, testosterone over estrogen. So that's how I define being a male physically, getting into what defines being a man. If I were to kind of look at the commonality of all these individuals, they're all very different. You know, gay guy, guy that presents as a woman, individual who's like an entrepreneur, religious person, guy from the hood, all these different, you know, guy that doesn't care too much, all of them had perspectives that were emotional, but in the broader sense, I could kind of put them all in the box of very American perspectives. I believe on the globe, on, in the entirety of the planet, there's less opportunity to feel. There's less opportunity to process emotions that the vast majority of men, once again, people who have penis, a penis and nuts on the planet... <laughs> the vast majority, the larger percentage of the population doesn't have the privilege to process emotions at the same rate that people in this country do. So I think this documentary, while it did bring many different perspectives, it was a very general American viewpoint. Not only just the majority of the population of men on the globe, but historically, since the beginning of humanity, Men have not had the privilege to be emotional and process emotions over the reality of everyday life. So I lean into believing that being a man is less about how you feel. It's also less about what you do. My answer, I don't, I don't know if it's unique. Maybe some people have um, perspectives that are, are, are similar. How I would answer it, I think you can't choose to be a man. I don't think manhood is something that you step into. I think manhood happens to you. You can seek out situations and healthy hardships and challenges in your life that put you in a position to be tested by the cruelty and the coldness that is this human experience. And those things can mold you into being a man. But I don't think you can make yourself A man. I think it happens to you. I also don't think it happens to everybody. I also don't think it happens to everybody. I think there's some people. Who are perpetual children. And they will be to the day they die. Just because of the circumstance. External circumstance. Of their unique life. So to me. What being a man is. Is when. You have been. Survived. Of all these circumstances. That life has put onto you. And. And continued. It's that simple. That's what I think manhood is. And the reason I say manhood and not adulthood is because the question was about being a man. I don't associate uh, personality type. I don't associate body type. I don't associate income. I don't associate any of those things to manhood. To me, very simply, manhood is a just a, a very s- simple understood thing in my brain. This is just my perspective. It isn't about feelings. That's personality. There are women with personality traits that are aggressive. I don't attribute that to manhood. There are babies who are born and we call them psychopaths or sociopaths that have the urge to murder. I don't think that's a mannish quality. I just think there's personality traits that individuals have as a combination of nature and nurture, biological predisposition, as well as your environment and external stimulus that may contort or influence people to grow a certain way. But the root of it, male combined with adulthood equals manhood, right? So if you're born with testicles and a penis that is biologically male, You combine that with the external circumstance of what life hands to individuals. Remember, not everybody has these opportunities to go through the extreme hardships of everyday life. That's just not a reality for some individuals. Some people are coddled. Some people are lucky. Whatever you want to fucking call it. Other individuals, and I would once again point out most of the men on the planet, biological men on the planet, and most of the men in the history of the human civilization, human existence on this planet Earth. Have gone through incredible hardship. Where they have not had the opportunity. The privilege to process. All of these emotions that these guys on this panel are talking about. So to me manhood is a simple equation. You're born with with testicles and a penis. And then life happens to you. And if you survive past that. If you are survived past that. And maintain yourself. Then you're a man. Has nothing to do with how much money you make has nothing to do with uh, your status in society. has nothing to do with your personality traits. There are men who are sensitive. There are men who are aggressive. There are men who are rich. There are men who are poor. There are men who are lazy. There are men who are hardworking. All of those things are personality types. What defines a man to me, once again, very simple. You got a dick, you got some balls, and life happens to you, and you survive it. That is a man. And then I'll even go one step deeper into what the survival of it mean. Even characteristics of resilience, I wouldn't attribute to something that has to be manly or you're not a man if you're not resilient or if you didn't come out on top. I'm not talking about Rocky story, championship, competition. I'm not talking about any of that. I'm talking about you have remained your mental faculties. You're not uh, mentally broken. You're not uh, crazy and you have survived your physical well-being, as sustainable as that is, obviously both of those things break down as you do get older, but you understand the point of what I'm saying. It's like you have survived these things and they've made you into an adult. And to go deeper into what an adult is defined in my brain, it deals with consciousness and awareness. Consciousness, I always equate to awareness. It's your level of awareness, your level of understanding, your level of openness to the reality the external reality around you. And so to me, it would be the same equation applied to womanhood. What makes a, a, a female a woman? Instead of being a girl, it is the simple equation. Female, a vagina, estrogen, eggs, combined with adulthood, which is something that happens to a woman. Not something that she can choose, but something that happens to her equals woman, not a girl anymore equals man, not a boy anymore. And to like deeper define adulthood and what that means to me. Uh, Once again, I think about these things extremely simply. Uh, Adulthood is consciousness, it's your awareness. You see so many people that walk around and they may have positions of power. And this is why I said none of these things define a man or a woman their characteristics. There's people who have power. There's people who have money. There's people who have positions of power. There's people who have leverage. There's people who have status. There's people with celebrity. And none of those things gain them consciousness, awareness, adulthood, right? There's some of those people that live in such insulated bubbles where they can't handle witnessing reality because it would break them psychologically. Really acknowledging and witnessing the reality of what we exist in. To go back to the point I made of this panel being made of all American individuals who have their different personality traits, one of them could be gay, one of them could be religious, identify as a woman, uh, guy from the hood, guy that doesn't really give a fuck, this, you know, guy that's a bachelor, regardless of their backgrounds, they all have the commonality of being American. And one thing in America that is somewhat universal and it's growing, I'm not here to critique it as like a person-by-person thing or to judge individuals. Once again, I judge actions. There is this habit in America where people are born and raised and their values are placed on status and money and celebrity. And so they miss the value of being conscious. And so they live lives where they predominantly lie to themselves about how all of the benefits of their lives, the things that make their couch cushiony, The things that give them the forms of entertainment that they have access to the things that give them the food that they eat in great abundance the things that give them the opportunity to go to a happy hour the jobs that are available the comforts of society all the forms of entertainment etc 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 all the things that are available for americans they live those lives and find complaints and uh angst existential crisis not in the form of thinking about is there a god or what happens when I die, but not finding meaning in all those things and not having appreciation for all this material abundance that we have in this country. To me, that is childlike and it is kind of a universal quality in America. That is a lack of consciousness. Once again, America's 4.25% of the global population, we are a vast minority. We're a huge minority to the population of the globe. Most people on the planet live in abject poverty and suffering. We are all, by comparison, regardless of what degree, you could grow up in the projects, you could grow up in Beverly Hills. We all have food. There's nobody starving in this country. We all have entertainment. Everybody got a goddamn phone. Everybody has access to a library card. We're spoiled. We're spoiled in this country, and that breeds a lot of children. So that is the overall kind of like philosophy, not philosophy, but the ideal that I I, I kind of build on with this. I don't think it has anything to do with personality traits, what makes you a man. I don't think it has to do with your particular, particular unique experience. I mean, it does so, as I was describing adulthood, but I don't think it has to do with your particular view on life. All of those things are what make us unique. What makes you a man is a simple equation. Dick, balls, and what turns people in general into adults. And what do I define as adulthood? Consciousness real awareness. Next time you put on your jacket, ladies and gentlemen, next time you put on your jeans, next time you put on your underwears, understood that that was made by Chinese baby slaves. If you can live in that reality and exist in that and not have your bias kick you out of that reality, I think you're an adult. I'm not saying you have to go fucking start a revolution. I'm not saying you have to solve the problem. It is the ability to be aware of these things and survive it. That's how I define manhood. I also wanted to drop in a little motherfucking tidbit. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Friday the 13th. Is anybody superstitious out there? Does anybody have superstitions? I'm Puerto Rican. Superstitions are baked into my culture. I love them. I love them for a couple reasons. The first of which I do believe the majority of the human experience is psychosomatic. I think the guy that tells himself he can and the guy that tells himself he can't, they're both correct. Correct. I think you can talk yourself into a high position in this life. And I think you can talk yourself out of something that was in your hand already. I think that's how the world works if people were aware of it. And so what I love about superstitions is that reality is that it creates a level of magic in what can be a mundane human experience. Life can get motherfucking boring. And if you can attribute signs and interpretations and expressions from everyday occurrences, something as simple as a Friday and the number 13, you don't have to associate bad luck to it. You can change it to whatever you want it to be in your life. You could call call this a lucky day and you believe it, watch magic fucking happen. Watch magic fucking happen. I actually like the number 13. If you do some Googling on the number 13, you will find that it's not all bad. Sometimes in society, the things that have been marked and demonized and taught as the devil, Sometimes those things are just occulted. It may be hidden knowledge and maybe something that's hidden away from the masses or misconstrued because somebody in power may think that information is too powerful for the everyday man and woman. And so they turn it into something that's bad. They, They create a boogeyman and they hide it behind that boogeyman. So I would say go do some research. Look up some things. I'm very superstitious. Ladies and gentlemen, I feel lucky every motherfucking day. You should too. That's a little bit of motivation. Hopefully, I appease the two people that hit me up. And that should be some motivation for anybody else who's a listener of the Nothing Important Podcast. Throw some topics at me. Hit me in my DMs. Hit me in my email. I'm ready. I like to talkie. I do it every goddamn day. If you're a continual listener to the Nothing Important Podcast, do me a goddamn favor. Go on to my Instagram. Like the post. Like the reels. Until next time.